Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? We back, episode 128. Oh, yeah. Cash, for the new people who ain't never heard of us, don't know what we do, please enlighten them. Oh, it's easy, man. Every week, each and every week, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're going to get music, you're going to get sports, you're going to get entertainment, you're going to get the culture. That's what we're about each and every week. Sometimes we'll pull in independent artists sometimes we'll pull in producers we'll pull in filmmakers people of that nature just to give you an insight into what they do not necessarily the shiny part of it, of everything we're trying to give you a, a insight into the cool stuff the engineers the producers and people behind the scenes that are doing great things so you'll you'll get that each and every week here but what you can guarantee is we'll be talking about hip-hop and r&b and we'll also be talking about sports and last but not least, let me plug, we've also expanded our Don't Sleep Network. So we both have separate podcasts. Prez has Don't Sleep on the Raiders. If you want to dive into the Raiders content and become part of the nation, you guys make sure you go subscribe to that. And then also, I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan, so I ventured off to do that. We have a few episodes a piece out there. So we're doing like quick, what, 10 to 15 minutes, Prez? Yeah, and yeah. Really, that's that, it. That's it. Before the games, uh, pregame, and we're also doing a little bit of postgame reviews. So you'll get that each and every week. It's just us from a fan perspective. We didn't want to muddy up this podcast with that all the time. So we'll be talking about sports topics at large here that are non-fan centered. You know what I mean? So that's what you can get from Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast each and every week. Like I said, Tuesdays, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, Cash. So good lead off, man. You seem like you done got that together now, man. So uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so uh, for episode, what's this? One twenty eight. One twenty eight. Yeah. One twenty eight. What we got on the docket for today? I got a bunch of shit, man. <laughs> but absolutely nothing. We could go wherever you want to go. We can go to some of these albums that we actually enjoy. Uh, some big dogs dropped as far as Lil Wayne. Wale, J. Cole dropped the single as well. We also have Meek Mill with Expensive Pain. He dropped, so I know we're going to talk about those projects. But we also got some put-ons of people that we're trying out, and we may be late to the party or, or not, but we want to highlight people who aren't necessarily familiar with these, these guys and gals that we're going to mention today. And also, we got a DSC alumni returning back to the podcast for an interview he just dropped. His EP called Ugly, the artist's name is Tay Key, so he'll be coming on a little bit later just to drop by and let us know about the project and what we can expect from him from him in the future. So that's the show, man. Okay, okay. Man, uh, I don't know where I want to jump in, but uh, you know I always got to say something. So I would jump in right here. So you brought up those artists and you saying like some people who came with some lukewarm performances uh, right off the jump this year. So but these are some established artists, as you mentioned, Meek Mill and Lil Wayne. Have they got to the point where they're comfortable cash? And when you get comfortable, you kind of lax a little bit and you you put out. It's still quality just because the production and stuff that you can pay for. But it's not it's not that. You you could feel like the hunger has died back a little bit. You know what I mean? They ain't they ain't coming with something that's gonna it's gonna be in the al- top albums, but I I see it it's not in that top ten albums of the year category. You know what I mean? So what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of listener fatigue for me. You know what I mean? Because Wale to me has never dropped a bad project, so I'm waiting on the project before I I lean forward on the Wale take. But I'll say with the like the remakes that I've been hearing with him coming out more recently with J. Cole to poke it out, the vibrant thing flip. I'm I don't know, man. I don't know if it's me being the old dude like, damn, why they flipping some of these classics from when we was growing up? You know, but you got to remember these producers and these artists, we're all around the same age. You know, so some of these records that they grew up loving, these younger kids don't know or the younger generation that's growing up in hip-hop. So we got to give them a chance to hear the jams that we vibe to. But at the same time, when you flip classics, sometimes, or more often than not, if it's not done well, that'll 
tune I'll tune out, man. And that's kind of what I'm doing with Wale over the last couple releases. Like, like I said, the last project phenomenal, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black. I forget the name of that song, but like, that was like the lead track to that. And you know, people didn't jump on board, unfortunately with that type of sound. So maybe, maybe he's trying something different to get the radio singles, which he's known for, or just to get the public to rock, to rock with him. And then he'll probably drop the introspective dope shit, the the experimental things that Wale does on the albums, which makes him one of the greats. May not sell like a Cole Kendrick or Drake, but to me, musically, he's right there when you compare projects, mixtapes, all that. He's never a slouch. On the flip side, Wayne, just last week I was on here talking about he's having a hell of a feature <laughs> run, and then <laughs> he drops this joint with Rich the Kid, which I threw on today. When I was working out in the gym or my home gym, rather, and, and I rode my bike and I'm like, yo, this is dope for working out, but I can't see myself returning to it in any yeah. other setting outside yeah. of the gym. And with that said, my long winded answer is I don't think they're falling off. I just think I have to listen to them in smaller doses like these projects, like if they don't make it an event, I'm not paying attention to it no more. Like, okay. cause I know, I know it's not really something that they're, they're totally behind if they don't make certain things in the event. And, uh, this rich, the kid and Wayne came out of nowhere. They got some slappers on there now. I ain't, ain't going to lie beat wise and just ignorant messages aside, which I enjoy. You know what I mean? I'm not stuck up and always got to hear some lyrical miracle shit. Like, but I mean, again, both, I will not be returning to too much, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, now, <laughs> I don't catch you on your own words there. You said that you're not going to act stuck up and above all of it. But I feel like you're 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 not giving some of that stuff a fair shake uh, when you mention like the old classic and stuff like this. I got to have a thing like I remember uh, every time I was in the car, my parents and stuff playing back in the day when hip hop did the same damn thing. You know, remixing old, old songs, old hits, and then flipping it when we're younger and growing up, like same damn thing. <laughs> and we vibed heavy to the uh, the newer rap version of it. So now we're we're the entitled ones and saying like our music, leave it alone. But hey, you got to come off that a little bit. At least I have. I I came back. I remember I said it a couple years ago when uh, J Cole had flipped the uh, the Outcast beat. You know, uh, uh, Forbidden Fruit on that song. And I, I, I thought the same damn thing. I was like, Oh, bro, there's some things you can't touch, but it's, it's showing honor to it. And it's going to get some people who's never heard that beat, like the younger generation and stuff like this to go back and visit those songs as well. So they may find that new appreciation for it. And hip hop is only learning from itself is, is doing what it, what they came up on, you know what I mean? So they, they came up on that same feeling, uh, bring it back to old beats and, and flipping it again and making it more relevant in today's time. So I kind of cut them some slide on that. Uh, you mentioned that Wale's doing it, but it was, it happened a couple of times on Meek Mill's, uh, album as well. He got like three or four songs on there that, that had on a different championships. He did it a lot yeah, too yeah. on championships. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just seemed like a little zone that they're going to be in. And, uh, I got to, take back you know my my initial feelings like oh why did you mess with that like and just listen at it for what it is like a new piece of uh, uh art that they're presenting to us and bam uh, i can i can kind of get away with it but with the little wayne little wayne i, I kind of feel exactly how you felt like when i listened to it in the gym it was fine but when i was just like riding and listening to it, i'm like what in the world is this man like uh, <laughs> I, w- I wasn't really vibing to it so uh but that's little wayne oh, is little wayne just seems like that that older guy right now because he damn near 40 now man and he's trying to hang out with the the, the 20 year olds and still making the club music like oh nigga get your ass out the club <laughs> but like i'm not i'm not too mad at him because uh don't let me forget this point but like i'm not too mad at him because what what do what do i expect from wayne you feel me Hmm. like i've never known him to get super duper introspective or really say anything against the establishment that's not really his style so for him to stick to this this long 
I should be cool with. And, and I, I actually am, you know what I mean? So when I, when I get album Wayne Carter six or whatever it is to come, then I'll be a lot more critical. But right now it seems like Wayne is just having fun, trying things, doing things with younger artists and just rocking out. I don't think he's really thinking too much about it in the past. That was fine for me in the past. That was fine for me. All of the, the mixtapes that he put out, those were totally random unfocused bars. So I feel like I'm being a hypocrite when I'm super hard on what he's doing because he's just doing the same thing he's been doing, <laughs> like just random unfocused shit. And either we like the wordplay and how he's flipping it or you don't. But this is just the same old Wayne. Yeah. This and, is just and, the same old Wayne. So but I thought long and hard about this because me and you was having the, the debate last week about it. And I was just like, is it is it me or is it Wayne? And Wayne is just the same person, whereas I've changed a little bit. You grow a little bit. You you have a family and like all your friends, all your uh, groups going to have this. As you get older, people get married, settle down, got this girl. What family life comes in. So they, they kind of act a little bit different. Right. So you expect yeah. them and you see the growth in that force. to grow up. But, you expect them to grow up. But we also <laughs> got and friends that refuse to get married and still doing these same things in the club and whatever. And you just like, how do you still do it? But so my thing as we grow and, and, you know, lived with Wayne for the past, what, 20 plus years now. Right. Uh, is it us that's changing and he's not, and we're expecting too much of Wayne or, <laughs> or is he just like that? Those people that you see in your group and you just like, man, come on, man, you, you, you can't be loving it. And like, it's got to get lonely at some point. Like, come on, man. But I understand that's your life. That's what you want to do. You go and do that, man. I, I no, I can't go with you to the club. I got a family. <laughs> so I'm not going to be there yeah, for we every watched. one of, we in watched. other words, I'm yeah. not going to be there for every one of Wayne albums. Cause I know it's not for me, but when he makes a, the, the ones I can resonate with, I'll be right there to fuck with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm here for when he drops some dope shit and when he has a fire verse, like the verses I sent you that title playlist. I might put that out for everybody to listen to because this Rich the Kid joint, again, is good for when you, you know, want to be up tempo, working out, maybe, you know, upbeat vibe. Like it's it's good for that. They are are they saying anything? No, absolutely not. It's just a bunch of bars, swag rap type shit. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool. I'm absolutely cool with that. But I just know there's different levels. There's different levels to the swag rap. There's different levels to how good this type of music is. And when you don't get to that level, it's just a throwaway. You know what I mean? These, this feels like a tax write-off, to be honest. I don't know what what, what <laughs> Wayne is doing, but it feels like a tax write-off. Like, I right, he dropped X amount. And you know he's gonna head, go ahead and move on, but I'm I'm cool with it overall. I'm cool with it. Not saying anything bad about it because it's not even it's not even worth it at this point to to expect something different. Now, the Wale and Cole joint, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. Press absolutely didn't get what was going on there. Like that one is like damn, like swing and a miss. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, poke it out. To you. Mm, poke it out. To you. Yeah, to me. To I, you. I mean, it's swinging a miss for even, I, I know the vibe they were going for. I know everything they were trying to do on that record. Um, it sounds like it's going to be one of those records that is all over social media, TikTok, whatever the case may be. I can, I can see it, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. But I just know, even with all that, I just don't like the record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it has nothing to do, nothing to do with, rhymes and nothing like that. I know what you're doing, but it's not not good to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a to me it's not a good flip. They didn't do anything to update the flip so much. You know what I mean? I'm not a I'm not a producer. I'm aspiring. I'm trying to do that. You know what I mean? So I know where it goes into flipping the beat and how hard that could be to make it sound dope and hit harder. But overall I think, you know, Cool and Dre, nah, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Wale J. Cole, huh? I wasn't expecting some lyrical shit either. I mean, because people don't pay attention to that from them no more either. So it's like, I I get where they were trying to go, but it didn't land. And, and ultimately, that's what made me not really rock with it, man. Like, what, what, what do you feel about it? Uh, I like it. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> like just just for background type music and I just it's not gonna hurt me uh i know like it's something i can put on in my house nobody's gonna be mad at it so bam it's 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 it's, it's a good vibe I, I put it in that little music like hey when i'm ro- rolling with the wife and you know riding around with her it's one of those songs i can just play and should be fine with so but hey take it for what it is if I'm just right, riding around on. listening to polka dot, I probably not. But I mean, when, I, when I'm in those, <laughs> when I'm with my wife or whatever, like yeah, yeah, it's probably good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool, man. Like like I said, man, I'm trying not to be harsh on these guys. I know it said it may sound like we flip flopping, but I mean, you you know what's going on here. We've been listening to music too long to know that it, he's trying to garner some attention for this record that's coming out on the 22nd for Lauren too, from what I heard. So. You know, Meek drop, he's dropping in the same month. That's dope. You know what I mean? We wanted the big dogs to come out of hiding this year. You know, with that year of of COVID and everything pretty much being non-existent music-wise from the big dogs. Now now that they're coming. So uh, that's 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 something I just thought of, and I got a question off the top of my head for you. Uh, Because you mentioned Dwayne and how he's still like, well, we talked about Dwayne and how he's still just making that that ignorant type type music, and like it it can be found in like those uh, party type settings, and it still vibes. But we ain't partying all the time, right? And then uh, you got uh, the Wale, who you know he's an established. He done made like like we said, he don't have a bad project, but it seems like he's dabbling in something. Are they chase or do you feel like they're chasing something or the avenue that they're continue to go in their fan base is dwindling on that type of stuff uh, or, or is you think it's something they're going to experience for in the case of Wayne? Uh, like we say, we still got friends out there that, that that's party all the time, still acting like they uh, you, you would still think they're, they're 20. You know what I mean? So uh, but out of 10 of us, that's two. You know what I mean? Out of uh, <laughs> and then with the Wale, you know, if he's trying to get the the younger crowd to come in, or is he snatching up enough and at the cost of his already established fan base? That's why I want. What do you think? I think Wale still has to sell records, and I think he's still trying to prove something to himself that he is with those elites. Because you'll see Drake do a similar type of record. It may not be a flip. I mean, Drake does flips as well. And they do that over there in OVO. But what I will say is I think he's trying to meet what the label wants and deliver the type of music that he probably enjoys more. And he's still walking that that fine line because, let's face it, man, he's he's not one of the guys that come out like a Drake, like a Kendrick, like like a, a J. Cole and sell a lot. So he has to do this still. And he's still, I mean, he was on Twitter a couple, the last couple of months talking about how good he is, how elite his pen is. And we agree. Big Big Crit is another guy hmm. that falls into that realm to where severely gets slept on, has projects that are considered classics to some or just very strong projects. But, you know, everybody can't be here. Everybody can't be the guy and I think that's what Wale is going for. You know what I mean? But as far as Wayne, we've grown up. And <laughs> that's it. That's it. We've grown <laughs> up. And he he really music wise hasn't. And and you want your artists that you that you that you grew up loving to grow with you in a sense, but sometimes majority of them really don't. You know what I mean? But there's examples out there in artists that we do champion that have grown up. I mean, you got your Jays, you got your Nas's, you got bunch bunch of others. Uh, J Cole grown. from the his experience to so now, yeah. like he puts out more Absolutely. of his stuff. Like so, you, 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 yeah, you you definitely see it. I would say even to the to uh, Drake, you you'd have seen the evolution of what he had, you know, to where where it goes, and uh, a lot of lot of different artists like that, you know. So yeah, it it is some that does it. So we ain't just like talking out our ass like. It, it is something that happened and we experienced and it just seems like it's 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 not what we're getting from him uh but i want to just throw out there this is all our opinions we ain't we ain't entitled to no 
back conversations with Wale, J. Cole, that we mm-hmm. could be totally off on the way. Our interpretation of the music and the, and the project that they didn't drop, this is it. You know what I mean? So just want to caveat it with that. You know what I mean? This is just how us as fans over the years are experiencing it. And again, good, fun, background music, uh, good, fun party music when you have people over. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lane for that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying me personally, that ain't nothing that I, you know, it's certain records like that, that you be like, this jams in the album flow, regardless. Like I like this, you know, you got, I'm just thinking the songs off the top of my head, people. So, you know, you got change clothes and go, you got, I'm just thinking about these different type of poppy songs that fall within the pocket of an album to where you be like, Oh, this, this goes. And sometimes it sounds better in album flow. Like, I don't know if you've experienced that to where you'd be like, I really like this out as a single, but in the album flow, this flows really well and it's growing on me. And maybe it will. And, and maybe it will. That's that's the greatness of music. You know, hopefully if you're a music lover, you don't just listen to something one time with so much music coming out and not go back to it, especially for a Wale, especially for a Wayne. Like if if you grew up in our era and you grew up loving them, why like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go back to it? You know what I'm saying? You I would I would fault you at that point as a listener to it to not at least give it a few spins, but sometimes shit don't hit and it is what it is. You know, I'm looking forward to the Falaran too though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Be, we'll be copping that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just quick recap on the meek, uh, cause we, we kind of glossed over it, but the meek meal, I'm going to have to sit with me a little bit more. I need to listen a couple more times. I'm not ready to like come out with a full <laughs> review on it. Uh, it, I could tell you right off the jump though, I'm used to the more high energy, you know, pump up like all oh, intro off Meek Mill. This intro right off jump, just like, oh man, I don't, I don't know if this. <laughs> we can get into, <laughs> we we can get to, we can get into the initial. Yeah, yeah, we can get into the initial feeling and not really. We don't have to do a review. I mean, it just came out Friday. We could keep it just you know casual or whatever. But we do have Take Keys coming on in a few minutes, so. We're going to stop right there. We'll, we'll continue our meek conversation and talk about some other albums a little bit later in the pod. But we got our man Tate Keys coming on from Oklahoma. I mean, he's, he's, he's a unique voice, y'all. So I can't wait for y'all to hear this interview and, and, and see what we have in store with this guy, man. He has some dope projects. So, so y'all, y'all tap in. Like I said, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. We got my man Todd Keys, another Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast alumni. He had Wise Spoken 3. We had him on for that. I mean, it's, he's dropped countless projects, and you know this Oklahoma native is, is one of these these fire artists with a unique voice, man. Like, ugly, it just came out of nowhere. He was dropping these little little Instagram hints, being really cryptic, you know, a couple weeks out about the project, and I'm like, yo, Keys, you got you got something coming? And he was like, yeah, I do. Being, you know, being his normal modest self, you know, not really giving too many details, but I was like, hey, man, when you drop it. Definitely, we want you back on, man, because that last project that you dropped was pretty, pretty damn dope. So, without further ado, Takis, welcome back to the show, man. What's going down? What's going down? My brothers. What's, What's going on, What's man? Good? How you been, man? First off, before we ask you any questions about the damn music and all that, how have you been? I've been good, man. You know, um... I've actually been in a I've been in a real good space, man. I, I just been getting more focused and more dialed in on, on what it is exactly I want to do. You know, I'm getting older, so I'm starting to worry more about investments and buying a house and you know, all that stuff. So I'm doing stuff like that now. I feel old. But I'm not old. I know I, I just I just know I'm getting older. So I'm more conscious about how I move, what I'm doing. I'm more money conscious now. Like I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out different streams of income, you know, all that good stuff. So I'm growing. And that's exactly what we, what you want to do as a man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially with a family and everybody kind of following your lead. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's something that you have to do. You have to evolve, man. If you stay stagnant, then that's pretty much on you. And that speaks to who you are as an individual. So mm-hmm. more power to you on that, man. I mean, we continuously doing the same. I know Prez just went through a move. He was homeless for a bit. Still you know what I mean? It. But he, he back on track now. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got himself a new place. And, you know, he's still in between yeah. things, you know, since moving from Germany. So things, things are looking up 
things are looking up, man. As for me, I'm still in Germany, man. So, you know, got a couple more months out here. And after that, it's back back to the States. I go, man, for the final, you know, for the final I countdown act of my career. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. So you can so you can go and uh join Preds and shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ugly, man. Uh, ugly. What? Well, what's the story behind it, man? What's the, what's the story behind the project, the uh, the cover art? You know, why the cryptic messages prior to to putting it out? Well, I mean, what, what's up with ugly, man? Uh, um, I I just I got in the space where. Like right after I dropped Why Spoken Three, I was like, I, I told my manager, I had posted a picture of uh, my scar, and the caption said "ugly," you know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, all the shit I've been through, all the walls I pushed down, that shit was ugly. And I was like, and I'm still that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so I, you know. I just wanted to pop my shit, and um, there was a couple things that I need to I needed to address. You know, my city been on some weird ass shit the past six months since I dropped my album, Shorty Deuce. They've been on some weird shit. It's been a lot of support, but you know, the support come with the with the bullshit too. So you know, I just had a, I had some things I had to get off my chest, and um, I had to you know, uh, a lot of niggas forgot who I was for real because I took the modest route and sat back and chilled out. But, you know, because I became a family man, and I, I got away. So it's like, don't forget who I am, nigga. Don't forget. Vital to my city, cause it needs IV. Ran laps around you, nigga, since the age of 19. Y'all gon' keep playing like I ain't father you, niggas. Steppin' like when I'm around, like hope I ain't bother you, jigga. Funny, I said jigga. Laughs, ha ha ha. When half you motherfuckers is bums and not them guys. Sharing each other's clothes, that's not even half your size. Claiming you fly when we know it's overcast in them skies. I've been quiet for too long. Time to flourish with no tone. Dripping nigga, but shit, I never been out when I'm in my zone. Pure gas, magical drip, right off the trichomes. Stressed out, hairline receding, he can't even buy cones, cause Keys been a problem, man. Keys keep winning. He's sad as fuck, huh? Keys been grinning it. Champagne stains on a nigga, no suede in the wind on you niggas like Trump's toupee. Greatness. Yeah. Greatness. Do you feel like, you know, kind of what you said and just in, in life and I something resonated with me, just what you said, as far as you had a lot of love, but there was some hate. And I'm sure you could have saw 20 messages of love on a post or just in general. You could have saw a whole bunch of love. You saw that one or two things out there in hate and hate. And we go to that. No, nah, you know what? It's really it, it really came from. Uh, people around me. Mm. It came from, you know, it came from, I wouldn't even really say around me, just associates that I was starting to get closer with and be around. I started to see a shift and a change. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you know, there's two ways it can go when you helping somebody or when you, when y'all coming up together, there's two ways it can go. A motherfucker can be, can be happy for your growth and, and you come up and you're trying to get, and you become better. You know, when, when the master, when the when the uh the student becomes better than not better but becomes like right there with the master, you know they start looking at you like oh so you think you you know what I'm saying? And it becomes yeah. Yeah. it becomes something different, man. It becomes something totally different. And it's like I started to look around like man, look, boy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Certain, certain times in life when you. Yeah, the other side, right? Certain times in life, yeah. Certain times in life where you elevating from, and you around the same people, you know what I mean? They just that just goes to show you they never really want to see you grow, in in a certain instance to where they're they're around you, and as long as you right here, they good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they good. good. 
Yeah. And good, man. And as soon as you start to show any promise of trying to, and, and the sad part about it is, I'm always saying, when we go, when we do it, when we happen, when we, 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 you know what I'm saying? And it becomes like a, yeah, whatever, nigga. Um, you know, I guess. Okay. I'm going to show you better than I can fucking tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the other side, I know that was like your initial uh like track that you had off here, but other than that, like uh explain a little bit about the other songs a little bit if you can uh go go into any detail or anything on that. So Yeah, so I'ma start with what cause I know um Cash was like, What's up with the cryptic messages? Cause that that came in with it. But like I'm a big mob fan. Like I love the mafia and I like to move that way. Um, even if it's not criminally, you know what I'm saying? Like even if we offer that, just I move smart and I'm very methodical. Um, and like, you know, there's rules and, and principles to this shit and how I live my life. So that's why I chose all the cryptic, you know, the the mafia, the ugly. The, so if you listen to the songs, the, the whole EP is straight bravado. It's my chest out and I dare you. I dare you. That's what it, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole EP. My chest is out and I dare you. And because um, like I said, you know, people start acting funny. Um, but I love Habitat is the, the track I love to listen to the most because it's the funnest to listen to. And my kids love it. Hmm. So they play they play the hell out of it. They love it. They, Daddy play having my way, having my way. That's what they say every morning when we go to school. Play having my way. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew that's how I knew that's how I knew to put that song on the EP because when I made it, like my son was just like, Daddy, having my way, having my way to like he just loved that damn song. That's the second time he's he's picked a song for a project. He he picked the song when he was two when he was one years old and didn't know it. He picked on Tuck. Mm. Uh, that's dope. Yeah, you, yeah the kid, you could tell when when the kids love it, man. You got it. You got to roll yeah, with it because that means it's an easy vibe. Mm-hmm. And and again, what you said with Habitat, um, you do find a different pocket. That I mean, I'm I'm sure I haven't heard a lot. Like I've seen you do different things. I've seen you do like the black exploitation flips and, and songs like that. But like that was just like some some shit I could hear anywhere going well going over well that's some shit that you want to do when you perform you know what i mean you don't want to that's the weirdest part bro rapidly rap them to death yeah that's the weirdest part is is nobody has really said that and i just because when i did it i was like this is nothing like i've ever made this shit sound like this shit sound like (laughs) some new nigga shit and um you know sound like some some you know sound like what some of the younger cats is putting out and uh but I, I mixed I mixed in both. I tried to give y'all some bars, give y'all some comedy, and give you the simplicity of this sounds good. Yeah. You know. And I think you did that. I think you did that. It's, sometimes you don't have to overthink it. Making yeah. music good music ain't that hard. That's you know what I mean. That's why that I love that's why I love my flow, bro. Because my flow, I don't I don't have to do all that anymore. It's like it's it just put I, I it just pull you in. Yeah. Agreed. If I'm saying that shit, the way I'm going to say it to you, it's going to pull you in. I don't care if I'm saying, come here. The way I say, come here, you're going to say, okay, this nigga mean, come here. If I say, hey, come here. You, it's just all about flow. Gotcha. It's my presence. But yeah, Habitat was the funnest track to listen to, but my all-time favorite on the whole EP, period, has to be greatness because, man... <laughs> Man, nah, that, 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 that portion that you just guys. spoke on right there, that's something that me and Cash have been like uh, coming back to a lot uh, with artists and albums that we're reviewing this over this past year is that mic presence. And people don't seem to like get that. They was like, oh, no, you got to love everything they put not like. And I'm like, no, like they don't have anything to draw me in initially. Like their their presence seems too laid back or they ain't got enough energy for it. And it's just like. You can't mess with that every day. If you if you're not commanding the room, then why should I listen to you? Everywhere I've been, man, it, it's a trip because I did a show not too long ago, and when I when I walked in the room, it was it was some younger cats over there. They had to be like 19, 20. They was young, young, and I had already knew who they was because they was popping. They doing anything out here, but they didn't expect me to walk up and be like, "What y'all niggas doing? What's up? Hey, shake hands. Come on, let's network. What y'all doing? Who that? They didn't expect me mm-hmm. to do that. They expected me to be reclusive 
He was like, man, your, your music's so chill, but when you come out, you command the room. I said, man, I got to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still like, the, you know, I, I'm laid back, but when I step in here, you know I'm here. And it needs to be the same way with the music. Yeah, it's all business. It's all business when I come out. You know, when you come out, you're trying to meet, trying to learn new vibes. And, and again, man, just because they're young cats out there and they're garnering attention, they may be doing something that catches on that you, you're not sure about, like the TikToks, like all of the different type of ways that you can get your shit out there that as an older guy, and I don't consider you old, you know what I mean? You're, you're younger than um, us, but... I, as when you, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm J. Cole middle child now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, like, middle it's child weird. We're yeah, like, it's oh, it's yeah, weird, yeah, man. Yeah, and we're almost in our 40s. So y'all my, y'all they, my old that, heads. I'm their old heads. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. But <laughs> there's something to be learned from the younger cats too, man, yes, and sir. how they market themselves mm-hmm. Like pretty much they can get a buzz and get popping in the city in a span of a month or two. You know what I'm saying? Just based off social media. Meanwhile, you know, as an older cat, you're focusing so much on the craft and how this hi hat hits yeah. and this drum kit, you know, and this snare. Like they don't even care. You're, you're overthinking it. You know what I mean? So it's something to be learned by networking. It's, it's always something. Yeah, to bro, be they don't they don't even be caring. I'd be like, man, you don't want to. <laughs> and they just be like, nah, bro, nah, we gonna just go record it real quick, put it out. And I'm like, damn, that's how y'all doing it now. Okay, you know, like, eh, all right. Yeah. Sounds sounds unmixed, unmastered, <laughs> but it's going. And when they perform it, they, it's, it's jumping. I don't know, man. It's just it's this the new generation. And you know, I used to hate on them. I used to couldn't I couldn't stand their ass at first. But then I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, when I was younger. The old niggas couldn't, couldn't, couldn't stand me either. Exactly. When I was 18, the 28-year-olds couldn't stand me. That's a fact. <laughs> they That's was like, fact. what are you doing? We was, just talk- <laughs> we was just talking about that earlier. We was discussing Wale and, and Lil Wayne and a bunch of other guys in that 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 middle tier or, or kind of that grew up along the lines musically with us. And we grew up with them and like just just talking about the differences, you know what I mean? Like, do we want our artists to grow? Do we not want our artists to grow? Do we, you know, are we going to keep making the young shit? Or are we going to make shit that resonates with a certain type of demographic? Like all these different things that you go through as an artist that you have to have a concern about. And you know what I mean? And sometimes we have issues like with beat flips, like a lot of the beat flips nowadays are, Doing shit that we yeah. grew up on in the nineties and two that early two thousand. I, I can't tell you how many older homies I got that can't stand that. They be like, "Why ain't touching case? Why ain't touching that?" You know, like, why? Ain't... I'm like, man, just just chill. Let him do. Let just him chill, relax. So, so just let them the do their thing, bro. It's cool. Yeah, and that, that was me and Cash was talking about early in the talks. It's just like they do these beat flips and everything, and uh, everybody gets so offend, offended by it, or uh, we are getting offended by it. And I was just like, why? Because as we was coming up in the early 90s, they was doing the same thing with the y'all 70s. Y'all was the flips, sample, like other, other, other sample champs. They were sampling. Y'all was a sampling champs. Boy, y'all sure. flipped. So, how many how, – how many pop and disco artists want to beat y'all ass? Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. Come man. on, like, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. I, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I'm a hypocrite. Don't take my jams from 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 the early 2000s and late 90s. That's my shit, y'all, man. Y'all think Bob, and if you go and do it, do, James, do it justice. Y'all think Bob James ain't want to beat the shit out the Rizzo? Oh, absolutely. He probably absolutely. wanted to slide him. You know what I'm saying? And speaking speaking of RZA, if y'all haven't watched that Wu Tang yes. Hulu, yes. Did you see up, him? Did you see him get, put the protection protection net together? The on. visual but, uh, shit they put yeah, together, man, that yeah, that shit was inspiring. Yeah, it was inspiring. I like how man. they did it though, where they showed the live band with the drummers and the. I just love the way they visually did it. It was amazing. Yeah, Prez, you gotta you gotta watch I gotta that. Catch man. Up. Like, I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. Don't 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 tell the me art much. Of making a beat was done beautifully. Yeah, Cinematically, man. it was just done beautifully, man. And the way they wrote man, their so verses, hard. each it, as as each person wrote their verse, the world around them changed and it was man, it's crazy, bro. 
I know y'all going to say it's minute on the prices and stuff like this, but you know how I play it. I, I let the season get halfway there. That way, if I pay a month, I can catch all the full season and the bam, ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> Chris, you're the military. You know, you're the, you're the prime military. I know you know how to get it without paying. Stop playing. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's, I don't pay for none of that. Boy, I watch it for free. I'll give you my Hulu uh, login if you want to watch <laughs> I'll, I'll get don't it, pay though. that damn thirteen ninety nine. I will gladly get you my Hulu, Netflix, HBO. Bro, come on, man! They hitting us over the head again, man. This is what we trying to get away from. I'm Look a, at it. I'm gonna get you right. I'm gonna get you right, fam. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, keys, man. With, with, let me get back back on track before we go off. Uh, with, with with this uh, project, man. I mean, back to back solid projects like what's next for you or is a full length yes sir in in your near future yeah um hopefully if everything goes right i can drop an album in uh in march of 2022 my birthday i always drop music on my birthday i ain't really decided it may not the full album may not drop in march but i think my next like big single with the full works will drop in march and then i will give an lp Within a couple months of that, like with probably within a month of that, so we're looking okay. Say between March and May of 2022, I want to put an album out. Well, look, man, I know we we done took up a, a little bit of your time this morning and whatnot, man. So we we ain't trying to hold you too long. We just wanted to get you on and, and put it put it out there that you have a really dope EP out there amongst the the sea of a lot of other individuals that have dropped. So I mean, we just wanted to let you know, man, that we we rocking with you. We like what you're doing. Uh, Ugly EP is available right now. It's a short, what, 15 minute listen. 15 minutes. That's you it. know, so yeah, man. But before we let you go, can you plug, you know, where people can find your music, your social media, and anything else that you want to mention as far as what you got coming in the very near future? Yeah, you just uh, you just type my name in, man. Taki is T A K E Z, and then um, I'm a I'm official Taki's on everything. Just O F F I C I A L Tykees on everything Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. And tap in with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a cool cat. I'll be chilling. Hey, did y'all like the sure, other side video? Sure. Yeah, yeah, we did. I did like the video, man. It was cool, chill. Like I said, it was different from, definitely different from your last video, you know, with the chainsaws and, you know, the uh, the political kind of movement you was on which was dope in its own way but yeah it was very laid back very chill um i think you got off on that so uh definitely would like to see something to that habitat though or greatness yeah, we, if you're gonna yeah, do we, another we, video we, we one, either either one of those should be good yeah i'm definitely uh-uh. doing another but video. go with your gut man the kids say habitat so go yeah, with habitat that's man. what the everybody kids. keeps telling me is habitat they want to see habitat and that was that was already that's what i'm leaning towards I do want to do something for sure. nobody though, because nobody has that uh that Peyton full plug in it. Hey man, if you, if you got you know what I'm talking about, right? Did y'all all, catch man. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I yep. I didn't Brucey B the Brucey B type type vibe yeah. and all that. Hey yo yo yo, yo. Welcome, welcome to the stage. Yeah, yeah when he was yeah, in the club yeah, and feeling... you know he said you know Mitch got love welcome from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man! If you could turn that into an '80s theme, something you know what I mean, have a quick '80s party film. That's yeah, that should be right, man. Yeah, that's you. You in my head? You in my head? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! I got, I got the treatment, man! I got the treatment. He getting I back can't in film his, for shit, but I got the treatment. He's getting back in his creative space as well. Like, yes, yeah. please, yeah, yeah. Fuck with me. For sure, for sure. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, man, that's Takis. Go check out the Ugly EP. And as soon as you do that, go deep dive the rest of the catalog because, you know, you, you just need to because it's that <laughs> dope. So, again, Takis, thanks for stopping by, man. Salute, man. Salute on the project and whatever else you got coming, man. You're always welcome back to chop it up about music or something totally left. Yeah. Totally left. Y'all you need to invite me on to talk about these sports one day, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you was big into sports. I didn't know you was big into sports. Well, I don't talk about it much oh, on my Instagram, but yeah, I now love sports. Mainly, oh, mainly the NBA, you though. You're like the third person that mainly said the, that. So mainly yeah, the we NBA have to rotate and, y'all in. Yeah, mainly the NBA and college football. NFL, I'm a big Tennessee Titans fan, but 
I don't be keeping up with the rest of the teams like that. So when people get to talking to me about star players and stuff, I don't be knowing who they're talking about sometimes. Gotcha. So uh, Titans. Let's talk a little bit about college football, football real Easy. quick. We'll give who, just just real quick on here. Uh, so who do you think is like uh, looking tough right now and gonna gonna be there at the end of the year when that in, that college championship comes out and the team to beat? Well, right now, honestly, if you want me to be honest, it's gonna be Georgia. I think. Um, because they're the only team that's that's really steamrolling everything. I mean, Ohio State took an L. Clemson took an L. Alabama was looking shaky a couple times. Um, Florida. Florida just got beat by Kentucky yesterday. Yep. After Florida, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is looking like UCF. I think they're going to get smacked, and they're not going to be nothing special. My Sooners, I don't believe in them. Um who else? Who did the Turks I mean, play yesterday? Maryland. Maryland, like they Maryland got, played. Like, uh, they got Tua's brother, and he is a hog. <laughs> He's a hog, boy. They got Tua, and they got Josh Jacobs' little brother too. For real? Oh shit! The running Damn. back. That's rough. <laughs> from the Giants, right? Josh Jacobs from the not, not no Raiders. Brand, that was Brandon That's Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, my bad. Uh, Josh Jacobs was uh. He the Raiders running Damn, back. From, he was running yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, running back. Yeah, yeah. He was there when like uh, right, all like you know all the class start coming right out together. So he was there with the Jalen Hurts and all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was right there in the mix. That's really when you said tour. I was just bringing up like, hey, you start thinking like why Alabama didn't grab those guys, but I mean after that little whooping yesterday, it was like okay. You understand. I don't really yeah, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama and uh Alabama and Georgia, I mean, I think they're the only team. Oregon is nice, but I feel like Oregon gonna stumble somewhere too. I don't know. I gotta look mm-hmm. at the rest of the schedule. I normally schedule watch real hard, and that's how I know. Yeah. If you in that top ten, I check them schedules out. I told Cash I'm an Auburn fan, so and uh, you know, we got Georgia next week, uh, so pray for us. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie, boy, y'all. <laughs> Y'all it's gonna be kicked in the mouth. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> it's gonna be them tough. Boys, them boys looking like they looking official, and Kirby ain't playing. Yeah. You hear me? And that's but 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 who was that they played? Was it Georgia and uh, Clemson the first game? Yeah. Or was it Georgia? Okay, yeah. so it was like thirteen to six, Clemson. right? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, yeah, something low. It's a super low like scoring that. game, but it makes you wonder how in the hell Clemson is getting whooped on like that. So it also makes me wonder if Georgia gonna slip up too. Mm, that deep. If they face somebody of equal talent that can stop their offense as well, because but yeah, I mean they're not blowing Pete. They're it's, they're, they're living off that defense. They're living off that defense. Yeah, the defense, the offense. If if you find somebody that can shut down that offense or make it tough, yeah, you know it, it may be may be something. But I don't know who that that team is going to be besides Alabama because all of these teams that were ranked high, like you got Oregon that got knocked off yesterday who? by Stanford for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I missed that. that. knocked off. Lord, I missed that. I knew it. So, I, it's a lot. I had, it was a what lot did upset. I just say? I said Oregon was gonna slip up, and I hadn't checked my. I, had, I didn't check my app this morning. I got up and cooked breakfast with a bunch of kids. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. I knew that was gonna that's happen. That's the Pac-12's only hope. I knew that Pac-12's was Pac-12's only hope right there. I thought it went down the I drain. I thought USC so. was gonna come back and get right, but they ain't getting right either. Mm. That coach didn't. So yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just a yeah, quick look. We definitely gonna quick have you on. We gonna have sports. you on. We gonna have you on, man. Yeah, as we yeah, going back sure. into sports, we, we'll definitely have you on. And I know Cash, I have you on for the NBA. Uh, so yes, sir. Uh, if we, we talked last week about the old Kyrie incident, so if you want to say anything before you got over here about the Kyrie or how you feeling about his situation, go ahead. But if not, tell the people what else you you're you got going on. Uh, I didn't, like you I said, the different even, revenue streams and everything. I'm not even so, really. I'm not up to date on on what's going on. With Kyrie right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Other than the fact oh, of him yeah. with the mental illness stuff, that's the last thing I had really. I don't be into the. Oh, I don't no. really be into the politics like that. Like I don't really like gotcha. the, the. You know, oh, this oh. player is sad because of this. I just be like, yeah, all right, play basketball. You know, it's, we good. Oh uh, no, know, it's, it's it's a little bit more with the player basketball. It's like, uh, so he playing in New York, and New York making that. Uh, they got the state rule about the vaccinations. Like you can't play there unless you got the vaccinations. So. Kyrie refusing to get the vaccination. So you're talking about 40 games. He got the possibility of not being able to play for. 
and you know that that's that's real implications so and that's what that's what they're going through right now so it's just like well what do you do and a lot of people just saying just it's gonna be a hard hard pill to swallow but you may have to just trade him (laughs) you're gonna have Mm -hmm. to yeah you're gonna have to get some pieces for sure that's what that's exactly (laughs) what i would do i'd go ahead and get them pieces because you know his stock is his stock is dropping anyway he didn't been floating and been a journeyman for the past couple years and and he and he's gonna get to a point where if he doesn't sit down and really have one of them seasons like he did with Brian, just one good season, he gonna he gonna he gonna turn into one of them. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The one and done, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Cinderella yeah. story type things. Yep. And yep. that's sad to say. So much Kyrie potential. Is extremely talented. So much potential, yeah. but he just I don't know, man. If he healthy in the finals. Eastern Conference Finals, you're gonna win a championship. Yeah, for killer. sure. Yeah, he'll kill killer it. in those instances. Fact. You just gotta get him to that point. You just get him to that point. There, if he's there's, not hurt. there's nobody to rival him. If you if he's if he's healthy and he's on the floor, there's nobody to hang with him. Who 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 you got? Nope. There ain't, ain't, ain't nobody, no, ain't nobody to stop him. He can't him. be defended. That's why Brian yep, won that championship. Tell you heard that, Fred? Oh, hey, I, I gave him props <laughs> on that last that week. I said, <laughs> hey, he he the one who was crazy and went and run and ran and said like, oh, I could do it without LeBron, and it hasn't happened. It haven't even got him back to the finals again yet with with him. I mean, the Celtics, uh, they made that little hot run, but that was with him sitting on the bench. You know, he was injured then too. So that's that's all I'm saying on it. It's just like teams do team team you you teams need, do he, get he hot the point where too. he need to fall in line a little bit because he hasn't been able to lead anybody anywhere. So if he want to achieve yeah. that mm-hmm. that goal again, like that, these are hard. Like like you got to sit here and think about it. Is me standing standing my ground on this and not achieving what my plan in the NBA is all about? Getting that ring. Uh, is the vaccination really worth standing on on that point, or do I go ahead and get it and go and achieve that goal? But if I want to make my stance, you got to kind of go somewhere else. Go to Florida somewhere, Miami Heat. Like I, I, I don't know, you got to play for one of those teams where it's not as a big of a deal. Them dudes is loaded too, so yeah. they got what Kyle, Kyle Lowry, and a bunch of other guys. Jimmy, I do not Jimmy. believe like, in they, Kyle they Lowry. They I don't believe in Kyle Lowry. Never top have. ten. <laughs> Check the stats. <laughs> Excuse <Top> me. <laughs> Don't get under the man. Keys, man, we about to let you go because this this he about this blasphemy, man. This he this, he been on this 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 top ten shit since he won a championship. Lord in mercy, God, I got it. Yeah, y'all, I'm gonna holler at y'all. Yeah, man, I'm gonna holler, 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 holler at you offline, man. After this, that's mm-hmm. terrible, Brad. Stop it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All right, man. Peace. Bye. Be easy, man. All right. Top 10. <laughs> ah, shit. All right, again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Taki. Check out the Ugly EP. It is available on all digital streaming platforms right now. Go run the numbers up for them, and more importantly, go buy that shit. But before we got into that interview, we were talking about Meek okay. and his latest offering. Yeah. It just came out. We need your raw initial thoughts, prayers. No politically correct. I know you'll come back to it because Meek is one of them guys for us, one of the the elite level rappers. So give me, give me a little, give me a taste, man. Pause. Well, how you feel? How you feel about how this project? You see how Meek yeah. always got that slow build up, and like I, I've been loving that, like off every last one of his albums. Like how, how his intro is just like you know he talked to you a little bit, and then he slowly, slowly, and then he gets to his little hype little portion on that. That's what I grow to expect, and I love from Meek. This one didn't do it. This one didn't do it. And I don't know <laughs> why. Like, that, that was his style. Like, I don't think nobody else did it as good as him. Like, so right off the jump, uh, I was just like, man, what am I in, in for? And truthfully, like, from that point on, like, it never did anything to shift my mindset again. And uh, it was it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't wasn't uh, great. It never uh, flipped that switch. On, on a couple songs was good, but I'm saying overall, like it was, it was a drag. It was a chore to get through. Yeah, I listened to it again before we came on the pod today. Listened to it at least once or twice prior to today in recording, and it was just one of those things where I'm like, damn, with so many other artists putting out heat. Like as far as like the dope guys that we listen to and the top tier guys, this one was like just felt like the soul was missing. You know what I mean? It was he was trying a lot of different flows, 
which I credit, you know, when artists try something new and, and try to not sound the same way, you know, more to like kind of what you said with the slow build. And then, you know, cause he's known for the intros and then he come with some hard shit and ride it out. Maybe he was trying something yeah, yeah, different. Like the beat but flips and it just drops and it's just that high energy. Yeah. 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 yeah so that hit, it seemed like he attempted it, but it just, the beat fell flat. And, you know, for something like Cardo, like the production on this project was pretty freaking solid throughout. You know, I just don't, there's diff, different places he, he went on a whole project where I enjoyed, but then there's other ones where I was like, ah, these might have, this might be an album that grows on me mm-hmm. because right out the gate, I don't feel like I didn't feel it in my spirit that it, it was super dope. And I also didn't think it was whack either. It was just like lukewarm. But, it was just a real lukewarm feeling for me. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Like I can't a, bash it. And that's unfortunate because usually with a meek album, I'm bumping for at least a month, month and a half. You know what I mean? Like steady. Like I, it's, it's stuff that I'm pulling on. Yeah. 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 And I just didn't, I just didn't feel it initially off this one. I'm going to give it a couple more listens, but I mean, like even me doing that is weird saying that coming off how I usually feel off a meek album. Yeah. So it don't I mean since it, I don't want to be all doom and gloom because there are some joints that stuck out to me immediately. Just from this initial listen, uh, expensive pain, was what Meek does best. What Meek does best. Um, I also like the joint We Slide with Young Thug. Oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, that I, shit was fire yeah, to me. Yeah, that, that was definitely, you know, Young Thug. That was like one of the yeah, first songs Thug I went got to. In his, <laughs> yeah, Young Thug was in his in his bag as far as what I like to hear Young Thug do. He was, he was in his bag to me on that. And On My Soul was another fire one. And truth be told, man, the Brent Fires, uh, Fires, sorry, I like that mm-hmm. one as well. And then I ain't gonna lie. I like the Kalani joint. I like I like the Kalani joint. As far as one of them records that, mm-hmm. you know Right after that Smith. It's typically on a Meek album, but it's 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 good. It's a it's a good pop pop song. You know what I mean? It's if if we looking at that. But again, they they it's gonna have to grow on me. It didn't jump out and, and demand my attention, which is what a meek project, like you said, normally does for me. So, you know, I'm, it's looking like it's not doing too well sales wise, which is never really an issue for me. Uh, but I'll, I'll just bring it up because if we're going to champion that for other artists, when they have a solid album, it's selling through the roof and with because that's a part of it. That's not a part that we give high value to. We give high value to the quality of the project, but. With the big dogs, this is where, <laughs> you know, this comes up. And apparently it's not looking too good um, sales-wise for this weekend. So, yeah, well, we'll see, man. I, I rock with me. We'll see if it stands the test of time. We'll probably give this a few more listens and drop our our full review on it and what we like, what we didn't like after giving it a little bit more more listens. But, yeah. So hopefully it turns. Hopefully on, it turns. Hopefully you know. it turns on me and just start feeling it. Yeah, expensive, expensive pain in stores right now. Y'all go check it out. Let us let us know how y'all feel. Well, what did you it. think of so the cover we, art? We definitely want to chat about it. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. It was it was real artistic. It's kind of going along that same vibe that artists are starting to care more about the packaging and how things look and not just putting out a black cover like Kanye West or some shit, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm not so. gonna let you flip on this because you, I, I'm the guy that that's critical on Kanye, and I can see past all the bullshit. You are the one who still want to live in that little realm with him, and y'all was big enough. So don't don't be coming now and changing your mind. No, I said with it. I like I like when they do like dope cover art and give some thought to it. But if they don't, you know, it's just yay, man. Yeah, he's doing yay, like. That you just so I can't explain dunder, it. Don't get me to try dunder, to explain Kanye. Dunder, dunder, dunder. <laughs> we we'll back on this. We we'll back. Like, on come this. on, bro. Like that. That shit was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, let's get to some dope shit though. <laughs> let's get to some dope shit. Let's get to some shit that we that people can actually listen to that we recommend. Okay. I know you were talking talking to me about in light of not having anything that really bumped to you. I went searching this weekend. 
You went and searching. You went crate digging. Yeah. You went finding some talent. Yeah. So let us know who, who you rocking with. So man, uh, who, who you got up first? Yeah, like the one of the first ones I got to, or that that made me like stop and like take notice was uh was his name Fresco Trey, uh, Heartbreak Diaries. Like it was another album that was like on that new release list. Like I said, the other ones really didn't like keep my attention locked on it like all weekend. So I was able to like uh, experiment and like, you know, go out and listen a little bit more. Dilson is more of the, the, the singy, uh, can almost equate to be R and B, but it's, uh, got some rap tunes into it, but it's like more auto tune, which I really usually don't like, but the, this one right here, like it, it, it kept my attention. I, I really liked the vibe that it was going for. Uh, it's definitely something I can play in different different situations. So, yeah, every everything about it production wise, and had one song on here with Lil TJ. I think that was like his little one to get out there to help him get noticed and everything. And it's not a bad song, but I think it's probably like my least favorite song on this like uh, EP that he dropped. So that that should tell you a little something. Like it, the the tracks that he don't have features on, I, I feel like he stand out a little bit. Like it stands out a little bit more. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I, w- I would suggest going out, listen to it. Uh, Heartbreak Diaries, it just came out on October 1st as well. Like I said, I just dug a little bit more into the new releases and stuff I usually wouldn't listen to. I, g- I got to hear. So I got two guys, one of which I've listened to. I've been catching up on his music. So the first guy, I'll let you know that because I listened to the project and I'm, I'm going to reach out and see if we can have him on the pod at some point. Hopefully we are we able to get him. But uh, he has an affiliation with Drum Work. Like I said, I just found this guy just on Twitter and people were talking about him dropping a project. His name is lucky seven. It's called lucky in the laser gun, man. I got through this project, man. And I was like, yo, this is definitely dope. He got like a little bit of a, a nerd vibe as far as the video video game references and the cover art is really dope. Like if you all ever go back and check out his cover art and some of the stuff that he's done prior to it, it makes you want to go check out the album right all out the gate. You know what I mean? And kind of just see what this is about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So overall, man, this is a lot of like straight in your face, gutter shit. More that you can expect from a, a drum work type project with, you know, being headed by Conway, the machine. So, you know, he's signing or affiliated with guys and gals that can actually rap. You know what I mean? So this is good. This is really good so far. I've listened to it one time um, about 25 minutes or so. Uh, listen 10 tracks. Got El Camino, Jay Skis on there, Flea Lord. If you guys are familiar with those artists, so check check that out. Lucky in a Laser Gun by Lucky Seven. So fire, fire. So project. I just look took a look at it, and this has got a it got like an anime type little song yeah. on it uh, or uh, cover on it. So that that's, anime, that's what video it is. Games, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I like I like how people own their own little weirdness or whatever that they like or what we consider to be weirdness or some stuff that you would ever even say like, ah, it's kind of, but if you go back and think about everything that we love within hip hop, it's those people that's owning that, like uh, Wu-Tang Clan, the, the, the martial yeah. arts uh, influence. And then you have like uh Ghostface killer and uh method man, all the comic references. And then you got uh constantly with Griselda, the, the, the wrestling references and stuff like this. It's, it's kind of weird how we uh, play with those. Like, you know what I mean? You can't be tough with this, yeah. but then all of a sudden some, the tough can be, the you can absolutely, you can be, absolutely yeah. be a whole thug. You can absolutely be a whole thug and, a nerd at the same. and watch anime yeah. <laughs> and a nerd at the yeah. same time. I know, you know, just like you could be a, a gangster and not be necessarily the loudest one in the room. You'd be, you know, silent killer. You know, we've we've seen these type of guys come and go in real life movies, whatever the case may be. So I, I like that these dudes are being themselves yeah. because it makes me gravitate towards them because I want to hear their story. I want to hear their raps. I want to hear kind of how they intertwine these things. And that's that's an, that goes for the other artist, Hus Kingpin. I'm late to both of these artists. They have several freaking projects out that I haven't listened to. So I like when I hear something new for the first time. And I'm late. Like we always say, I love being late to the party because that mean like a good TV show. I got plenty, plenty to catch up on. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm always cool with that. So the other guy is Hus Kingpin. The Firm is the project right there. I probably listened to half of this. And look, man, I, I shout out to uh, Madam Money, man. Uh, follow her on Twitter if you if you haven't. Like she's real cool and gives no nonsense breakdowns. But 
she's the one that's been kind of promoting this cat as far as just reviewing this project. And I haven't paid attention up until the last two projects. So the firm is one of them. And then uh Bolio res Pelo Rio. So that's the other project. So I'm listening Say to those two. It's uh Bolio Reze Pelo Rio. That's the name of it. I'm probably butchering <laughs> the name, but I'll uh it's just it's just nice for yeah, once yeah, I ain't the one like, just like a, that's what I'm just saying. It's just nice yeah, for it's once. Uh, like, like, it's in it's in another language. It's like a you know the statue out of Medellin uh, or whatever cool. the okay. the big ass statue. So that's kind of seems what to be the theme behind it. So yeah, I'm I'm checking him out. He has a shit ton of projects that he has released over the last few years. So he is not <laughs> wasting any time, man. So really dope cover art, and so far so good. So far so good. So those are the two artists that I am now listening to. I'm sure I'm gonna. Start doing some quick reviews on these guys, man. So we can, you know, hopefully, eventually, we can get these guys on. You know, if if, if everything works out. So, dope projects. Uh, go check out those three artists: Hus Kingpin. One more. Um, go check out Lucky Seven and your guy. One more time, press. Uh, Fresco Trey, and then uh, also I listened to Katori Walker. Uh, he had. Katori Walker. Yeah, yeah, you was really yeah. adamant yeah, about yeah, that yeah. one. He, he had like a three guy? song, little short, short, super short EP. I mean, like it was like, I mean, I'm probably under exaggerating or maybe under, under, oh, under exaggerating, but it was like six minutes long. Like it's like real quick. Uh, but he went into on his last little project. I think it was like more of an R&B type vibe that he was doing with the singing and stuff like this. And this is him getting back to showing that, hey, bro, like y'all made, I ain't, I ain't sliding away from this. Like I'm still rapping. Like, so I, I, I like this, like this quick little thing. And I'm I'm excited to hear what he got coming out next. Uh, I, I even thought like his little R&B was old. like that. That was that was good, too. So like uh, I think he had idols was the last thing that we talked about on the show about, though. Like and I think that was like last year. Cool, cool. So, man, I think we all out, man. We, we've kept the people long enough. I don't know what else we got. I don't think we got any any big sports stories that are going on. I mean, the season is nearing the, the NFL season is in the, the, the first quarter of the season being done after these games or by the time you guys hear this on Tuesday. So, I mean, we'll, we'll as we get more storylines in the NFL and teams start to separate themselves and, and games start to get more interesting, We'll start bringing that up. But right now, there's nothing really compelling. And as the NBA starts, so we're going to have more sports. We promise. We promise. We're going to have some cool, some cool things that we get into as a result. So with that said, man, I'm Cash, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. Catch us every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Go follow us at Don't Sleep underscore net on Twitter and Instagram. Go check out our podcast, Don't Sleep on the Eagles. Don't sleep on the Raiders. Those drop at least once or twice a week, depending on how, you know, time and, and all that stuff. But we're trying to be a consistent at least on a Monday and at least on a Friday, Saturday. So you can expect drops throughout the week from us and our respective teams. As long as my superstitions don't get in the way, right? <laughs> I know, I know, man. But with that said, man, we got to get to these games, man. The, the, the pod is uh, about 20 minutes and, and the games are about to kick off. So, if we're going to be good podcasters and give you some Raiders and Eagles content, we got to yeah, roll, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. We All right, my guy. All right, later.